there. Welcome to the Dream Bigger Ventures podcast, where you'll hear stories and lessons learned from inspiring Filipino entrepreneurs building tastes of heaven on earth. My name's Christine Rico, founder of Dream Bigger Ventures and your host for the show. I'm so glad you're here and hope today's episode will encourage you to dream bigger for the Philippines and beyond. Hello. Hello. Hello, Lester. How are you doing? Hello, Christine. I'm good. Um, it's kind of, um, uh, we are very much, uh, we are doing great, our farmers and even us here in Farmbox. That is wonderful. So, 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 so ka ngayon, Lester? I'm in Batangas. Uh, like last last Sunday, we were on the farms with the farmers. We've get to have uh, a bonding experience with our farmers because we've got to, to shoot our campaign with them. Mm-hmm. That's why. Ano naman yung ginawa yung bonding? Yeah, we got to have a boodle fight. Uh, <laughs> campaign and um, uh, sharing stories and all. <laughs> Uh, along with my co-founders along with my co-founders and the members of Farmbox we are all there wow ilan farmers na nandun I think it's around 13 14 exciting naman yan that's wonderful nag-enjoy talaga lahat ha yes (laughs) (laughs) that's great well Again, Lester, excited to have you. For those who don't know Lester, we have the privilege today of, of talking with him. He's the co-founder and CEO of Farmbox. Uh, he is a farmer and, uh, again, head of Farmbox, which is a social enterprise on a mission to create a better agri-community to uplift the lives of Filipino farmers. So Lester, I'm excited to talk a little bit more about Farmbox later on. But first, let's just talk about you. I know you come from a family of farmers, and I think you have siblings too. Uh, tell us just a little bit about you. And papano yung childhood mo sa farm? Okay, so ever since I, I like ever since we are or we already have engaged to farming but technically not us because um um uh, from my grandfather to to no, to my mother they are all farming but they when I was a child um we really have enjoyed going to the farm because like pagbata ka you don't know anything like um uh, sasakay kami sa kabayo sa baka <laughs> and like we were going to the fields running around but along that um uh, my mother have uh this is uh, coming from my mother like okay um uh, i i don't want you to be a farmer just go um sobrang hirap maging farmer mag-aral ka ng mabuti and magtrabaho ka sa Manila. Oo nga. So, yun yung laging sinasabi sa akin ng mom ko. Then, that also struck me na, okay, uh, sige, since bata ako, I, I, I got to study hard. 
uh, from elementary I graduated valedictorian kasi yun yung nasa isip ko and nakikita ko every time na din na nahihirapan yung mom ko and my grandfather na sobrang mm-hmm. pag every time na they'll be coming from the field sobrang init sobrang pawis then um Uh, sobrang dami kasi nagiging problem nila. But, but that time, ayun uh, lang yung nakikita ko. It's a problem. And I don't want to experience that. Mm-hmm. And even lahat kami on the siblings, uh, on my uh, other siblings, ganun din yung sinasabi nila. Okay. Good. Uh, I, ayokong ma-experience yung farming. Sobrang hirap niya. Gusto ko mag-aral kayo ng mabuti. Gumraduate kayo ng college and magtrabaho kay sa Manila. So, yun yung nag na talaga sa akin and uh, ako yun lang din naman ang, since they advised it yun lang yung sinunod namin we all graduated with honors then we all we all finished college mm-hmm. and yun lang trabaho kami lahat sa Manila <laughs> so saan ka nag-aral sa Manila ano uh, for for this one nag-aral ako ng college because I had a scholarship na I need to take an engineering course within Batangas. So, I studied industrial engineering at University of Batangas. It's in the city. So, and doon ay ayoko talaga ng engineering kasi I hate math. <laughs> But that is one way also to help my parents kasi I'll wala akong gagastosin from the allowance the tuition. It is covered by the by the company scholarship, a private company scholarship. So, e- even gusto kong mag-pursue ng other courses, but it's engin- uh, they specifically need an engineering course. So, naisip ko, okay, this will lessen the burden and also the, the expenses for, of my parents. Kasi, like, yung bunso namin, yung sunod sa akin, eh, one year gap lang kami. So, basically, magsasabay kami sa college. <laughs> and it's very expensive to go to college. So, I took it na, okay, I'll be getting the scholarship kahit hindi ko gusto. And hindi uh, ako ganun kagaling on math. So, nag after graduating college um nag pin, pumunta na agad ako ng Manila kasi yun talaga well yun yung dream ko that time go to Manila got a job and i've landed uh, a, a supply chain analyst job in SE Johnson which mm-hmm. is the makers of Bygone Kiwi uh, Glade so i in that time Um, I think I've been, like, after graduation on May 2017, nag-work agad ako ng June 2017 then at the one month lang. Because uh, I'm, siguro, since yun yung dream ko, and I'm excited to go to Manila na. And mm-hmm. the, because Manila promised you of something big, big, big. Of the the big city will offer you a lot of opportunities. So yun yung na 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 isip ko that time. And yeah, um, from working in S. E. Johnson, um, PLD, I I work also after working with S. E. Johnson. Uh, doon din nag-start yung uh, after two years of working. Doon din nag-start yung okay. Uh, maybe I can put 
a simple business like a trading business for uh, for since we are also in farming though hindi ako umuuwi that, that time sa Batangas and sa sa bukid namin mm. so i stayed in manila like after right after graduation hindi na ako umuwi so nagwork na lang ako and all umuuwi lang ako sa bahay namin for like holidays but hmm. hindi ako pumupunta doon sa bukid like doon sa uh, bahay namin sa city so that time when nagstart ako ng business like a, a simple store of agricultural products so yun din yung nagstart ako na okay though i'm not ve- nagbigay lang ako ng capital to start it but i'm not the one directly managing it So, yun yung naging start talaga on me dealing with agriculture sector. Then after that, nag-work ako at now, nag-work din ako on PLDT for two years and then pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So, so pandemic happened, I need to go back to Batangas mm-hmm. because... Uh, work from home siya. So, nung una, hindi ako umuwi. Nung, nung una na, okay, there, there will be lockdowns on, on different uh, community, uh, place, cities. So, hindi muna ako umuwi kasi I thought that pandemic will just like two months, three months. <laughs> I know. So, lahat tayo. It's just that. But, <laughs> but, yun yung time na, okay, After two months in Manila or three months, hindi pa rin nag-iis. I mean, after two months or after a month, hindi pa rin nag-iis yung restrictions. Okay, maybe this will this will also magtatagal to. But before we go back to Batangas, something happened with my brother. Mm-hmm. So, magka... Um, since mag, uh, nung magkasama kami doon sa sa, Man, sa Manila uh, before na-lockdown na kami both um, I think kami it's May sobrang bago pa lang na ng COVID we don't know how to deal with COVID even in going to hospitals we're afraid to go to hospitals then my brother got a pneumonia mm. so kami lang dalawa nun kami lang dalawa yeah. Kami lang dalawa ng brother ko yung uh, nandon sa Manila and even yung mom ko wala even yung even yung parents ko like my dad is an OFW and my mom nasa Batangas so that time uh, walang even transportation wala I don't have a car before mm-hmm. um, yun yung time na I I need hindi din ako makahingi ng help sa friends ko na may car kasi pneumonia yung sakit ng brother ko and no one ako can accommodate us with that since pneumonia is one of the manifestation of COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, parang I just called several uh, hospital and ambulances to accommodate my brother because kasi that time also yung mga ambulance wala as in mahirap yeah. maka, makakuha in even wow. hospitals ang hirap maka-accommodate ng cert ng patient with covid related um, symptoms so but um 
think also yun yung start na I call Jesus. <laughs> hmm. Kasi hindi ko na din alam ang gagawin ko kasi I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So, yun yung naging, like, we are two weeks, uh, like, do yung kapatid ko is uh, current negative siya. Uh, I mean, we've I, I've also tested, uh, he's also being tested regularly by COVID mm-hmm. and lagi kaming negative. But, as, uh, nag, um, since to make sure, kasi hindi pa siguro na natin alam how to deal with it, yeah. nilagay pa rin sa, sa isolation ward and sabi ng sabi ng hospital is that uh, their protocol is that if I go with him on the isolation, I will not, uh, I can't go outside also. Sabay dapat kami lalabas if lalabas na siya ng isolation. So, when that happened, we decided na okay, yung kapatid ko na lang yung papasok ng isolation, then me will, will stay outside para if he needs anything like if he needs this or if we need something from outside, I'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. Yung mom ko, hindi din siya makapunta ng Manila kasi ano talaga eh, sarado yung, ano, may ba, sarado yung mga uh, places. That time, I think, um, ano ba yun? Sa, ano yun? From, if you imagine, um, have you been to Rockwell? I mean, Makati. Yes. Yes. From there, since walang transportation, every day I'm walking, going to Makati Medical Center. Wow. From from that place to Makati Medical Center just to supply the needs of my brother. I'm I'm like, mag-walk ako doon, like for, for 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go back then sa place ko. So ganun din. Ganun yung naging life ko from from the day na na-hospitalize yung brother ko. Naglalakad lang ako, but sabi ko, ay, nakakapagod na. Bumili ako ng bike that time. <laughs> Nagbabike na lang ako from from my place too. And it's hard kasi like for that one, hindi ko na alam kasi kung sino yung lalapitan ko. So yeah. that's when I started to mm. lean on Jesus. Na, okay, Lord, tulungan mo na lang kami let's pass through this and I'll be giving you all. So, mm. dun na nag- Ay, as in kasi before that, I'm not that kind of, like, hindi, hindi ako ganun sobrang religious. Mm-hmm. But that's, part, that's a wake-up call for us. Wow. When that happened. So, we were one month on the hospital. Um, wow. One month on the hospital. From pneumonia, it, grew to a meningitis and tuberculosis. So, yeah. So, it's, um, it's so, so, I mean, ito yung pinaka, ano sa akin, eh, pinaka, ay, kasi, the first time that we went there, two weeks, dinischarge yung kapatid ko, just like, after three days of discharge, nag-seizure na yung kapatid ko from my place. Dumalik kami sa, sa hospital. Mm-hmm. And, Uh, from there, um, yun yung time na sobra, as in, since wala ding ICU na, wala ding ICU na, na available. So, ang ginawa lang namin is just we stayed on ER for like two days, three, two days or three days. 
So, since it's an ER, wala akong wala akong room to sleep or to rest. And hindi din ako makaalis ng hospital kasi baka sa, uh, they need something on my book. Kasi unconscious yung brother ko but wala siya sa, sa ano niya. Wala siya sa sarili niya. Like, mm. I mean, he's not, ano. But, pero gising siya. And, mm. uh, lagi lang niya sinasabi is, Lester, hindi ko na kaya tulungan mo. Kasi, the entire na nandun kami sa hospital, yun lang yung paulit-ulit na sinasabi niya. Kapag mm. inuturokan siya, or may ginagawang ano, assessment sa kanya or tests. Then, that, also that time, parang hindi Doon lang ako natutulog sa hospital lobby kasi wala kaming place on the ER. And naghihintay lang kami ng ICU. That is when may nagtap. Parang nakita siguro ako ng doctor dun sa ER na. Nandun lang ako sa ER. Tapos tinap niya ako. Tapos sinabi niya. Okay, pero that time hindi ako umiiyak. Hindi ako. Hindi ko napapansin na pagod na ako. Like, hindi, as in talaga. Siguro yung adrenaline ko pa. Yeah. Very yeah. Pero nung tinanong na ako ng doktor, tinap niya ako, okay ka pa ba? <laughs> Umiyak lang ako sobra sa ER. Humagulol talaga ako. Kasi doon ko naramdaman yung pagod, yung stress, lahat. And yeah, that is really, yung, yung, yung moment na yun is an eye-opener for me. Wow. To call Jesus when I need Him. Mm-hmm. Um, But ngayon naman, my brother is very okay. He's now recovered. Yay! Thank God! Yeah. I, I mean, it's very hard for us. And that is also the birth of Farbox. <laughs> after that. Kasi after that, umuwi na kami. Mm. Kasi ano, parang dati ayaw pa namin umuwi. Kasi nga, ah, saglit lang to, ganyan. Pero that time... Kailangan na namin umuwi kasi I think also my brother needs uh, needs my my mother to take care of him. So umuwi na kami that time from from Manila. We went back home para doon na magstay para mas maalagaan yung brother ko. Yeah. yeah. And that, that from that moment na umuwi kami, doon din nag-start. Doon ko din kasi siguro ko hindi din nagkasakit yung brother ko. Hindi kami uuwi. Oo nga. Oo nga. Grabe yung story na yun. But I'm glad your brother is well. Praise God. Yes. God. And so today, Lester, today, who is God to you? I, for me, God is like, alam mo yung friend na, like, <laughs> hindi mo siya kinakausap or he's a friend na hindi mo kinakausap regularly. Mm. but he's always there na kapag may, may problem ka and need mo nang kausap, he'll mm. not hesitate to listen and to help you. Mm-hmm. Like yung ganong friend, may mga ganong time friend na, <laughs> na uh, matagal kayong hindi nagkikita, matagal kayong hindi nagkausap, pero one one message, he'll, he'll be there. He'll listen, he'll help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And um I you know so now then you went you were um back in the in the province in Batangas. Uh so tell us, you know, how did 
what was the first thing you did to start Farmbox? Okay, that's when, uh, since hindi alam ng mga tao din within our place, yun nangyari kasi we don't want to, to be, uh, parang we, don't, we just want to get over it. So, when we got, when we got home that time, may pumuntang farmer sa bahay. So, sabi nila is, uh, since kasi galing kami Manila and oh, yung tingin ng mga probensyano on the people na from Manila, madaming pera, ganyan. So, um, when we, uh, when we got there, may pumuntang farmers, dalawa sila, and they, they asked na, Oh, baka may pera kayo dyan kasi magsa-start na yung farming season. Kasi start of farming season is around June kasi mm-hmm. it will rain na. Para mm-hmm. makaparticipate kami on the farming season, baka, yun, baka may pair extra kayo dyan na you can lend us. Ganyan. So that time, so one month nga kami on the hospital with my brother. I don't have anything. We don't have anything. Uh, walang wala kami. But Doon sinabi namin, ah, per, um, nagka-problem kami on ganyan. We don't have the cash na mapapahiram sa inyo. Um, hindi, hindi namin kayo mapapahiram ng pera. Mm. Pero the one moment na nag-struck me is that when umalis sila, like I saw a disappointment then on their eyes. Like, uh, uh, baka mamaya kami na yung, ang naisip ko na lang yun, baka ako na lang yung last resort nila para makahirap na pera and to start to participate in the upcoming farming cycle, a farming season. So that is when hindi ako din mapakali nung mga panahon yun kasi parang uh, nagkukwento, nagkwento pa sila about the before before um, borrowing money. So hindi ako mapakali that time. Then I asked some of my office mates na, okay, I'm here in Batangas na um, a farmer came to me if uh, is you, is baka pwede silang ma-help on, on this certain, uh, on, the, um, on their needs and to participate in the next farming season. Baka you want not to fund them. Yeah. And uh, I'll make sure, I'll manage it since nandito naman ako sa Batangas. Uh, I'll be managing it and I'll be helping them uh, along uh, to, to, to make the sponsorship or funding for the farmer successful. So they didn't hesitate naman to, to, to help this farmer. So I've collected wow. around 30,000 pesos that time and no, the, the two farmers are very happy na, ah, okay, magkakaroon. So, I help them. Since I have the agri, uh, uh, I have a trading supplies for the agriculture. So, um, uh, yung mga supplies na yung na binigay talaga namin to make sure also na they will be using it on the next farming season. So, um, then, news spread na na nagpapahiram kami ng nagpapahiram kami ng supplies kinabuk parang after three days after ang madami nang pumuntang farmer <laughs> sa bahay asking if they can also 
have a de- the the kind of bill that I gave to the two farmers. Oh yeah. Sa bahay. Started. Ah, madami sila na kailangan ng help. So that's when I conceptualized Farmbox. Mm. Wow. Wow. And so uh, today, how uh, what is the problem? What would you say is the main problem that you're trying to solve? Um, first thing na nakita talaga namin is that okay, may mga pum- uh, they need funding. They need mm-hmm. uh, they need someone to fund their the, the, their needs special specifically on farming. But along the way, when we are uh, on the process of building farm box, also there is one thing na, na um isang farmer then and uh, I think fr- it started from one farmer. Nagpunta din siya sa akin na um nagsustruggle ako on my land because uh, uh hindi ganun kaganda yung tumutubo. So mm-hmm. I, he, he wants uh, she wanted to give it up and sinabi pa nga niya sa baka gusto niyong bilhin yung lupa ko so pinagbibili niya sa amin. But sabi ko bakit kailangan ni pagbili? Kasi ano, nalulugi lang kami, hindi maganda yung tinutubo ng lupa. So sabi ko, okay, maybe we can create something. We visited her land. Sabi ko sa kanya, okay, maganda naman siya. But, but I think may problem. So that when we started to offer soil management and soil testing services and peeling services for the far uh, for for our farmers also because i think it hindi lang ito yung nagiging problem ng nung isang farmer and when we've talked to other farmers they said na okay nag, nagkakaroon ng decrease on agricultural productivity year after year yeah so kung bumababa yung agricultural productivity nila meaning bumababa din yung income nila year after year. Mm-hmm. So, we started to treat the soil, we started to train also the farmers, and after four months, she has one of the best tomatoes wow. of the place. So, we've, we we featured it in our in, uh, in our social media. And sobrang natuwa siya. Hindi na niya pinagbili yung lupa niya. Which is very, that's one na, okay, asiguro this is also the need and help of our farmers. Kasi they, they're about to give up their land mm-hmm. because they don't know what to do on it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it, uh, it, hindi na siya ganun ka-productive. It, uh, but then, it's just, they just need someone to teach and also to help them. Mm-hmm. And if, we can do that on a single farmer na currently nababawasan na yung mga farmers natin ng like 1.4% every year. Wow. Tapos nababawasan din yung agricultural land kasi they are, they, they convert it to something na, because they don't see the value of the land. Mm-hmm. And this, ang last year resort nila is ipagbili na lang to and make it like a residential land or a commercial land which um, it's a, like that will also affect not just the agricultural productivity and food security uh, and agricultural productivity of the place 
mababa na agricultural productivity but will, it will also uh, affects the food security here in in our place and yeah. and that is one na nakita namin problem that's why we from the funding we also give them services and um and services and also solutions and another yeah. is that when yung time na ipagbibili na namin yung produce uh there are middleman ang tawag nila is mama makiao sa plate <laughs> they are buying the produce like for the cucumber they are just buying it at around 10 pesos to 15 pesos per kilo so sabi ko hindi ta hindi pwede kasi ito sobrang baba niyan when you go to the market it's 70 pesos to 80 pesos per kilo so imagine the difference of the prices and it will also affect the sponsor the income of farmbox and the income of the farmers mm-hmm. if you if we will be selling it at around 10 to 15 pesos lang so that is when we get to partner with different enterprises hospitals mm-hmm. to to deliver the goods or the the produce i remember one time na uh so from the 10 to 15 pesos we've managed to sell it at around 50 pesos per kilo mm-hmm. uh 60 pesos per kilo para and i remember when we started isa ako sa mga nagde-deliver <laughs> I, yung car ko i'm uh, nag um nag sasakay ako ng around 100 kilos to 200 kilos <laughs> of vegetables sa car ko then I'll be on the weekend magde-deliver ako on these businesses. Yeah. Kasi, wow. kasi currently with that time wala kaming ganong kalaking manpower kasi we're starting. So yun yung naging ano namin. And uh, thankfully na we do have these partners now where our farmers can benefit on much higher prices for their produce. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's wonderful. So talagang comprehensive yung pinoprovide mo sa mga farmers. Yes. Meron ng funding, meron ng trade, agri-trading, meron pang mga like, consultations and training. Wow. That's wonderful. And then ano naman yung feedback na natututunan mo from the sponsors? From the sponsors, when they get to have, like, natutuwa sila, like, okay, nakikilala din kasi nila yung farmers nila. Like, kasi we, uh, we, once you've sponsored the box kasi, you'll get to have a brief info about your farmer. Uh, saan siya located, uh, not the specifics, but saan siya located, and, uh, and your expertise niya and uh, ilang years na siya nagfa-farm and uh, that also is para it, it has a real person na kung saan mapupunta talaga yung mga box and from that uh, we get to have a feedback na mm, uh, na na kumikita sila kahit small amount yung nagiging payout but the uh, hindi siya ganun kalaki but uh, the, the the feeling that they are able to help farmers sobrang uh, na sobrang nakakagaan at sobrang nakaka-proud daw yung uh, feeling 
when they do uh when they do this and sometimes now we offer um we offer that they can visit they can uh, we can arrange a visit yeah to the farms so All right. we, yeah but before that we've just made it like uh yung mga close because since this is there is a pandemic oh, so so yung mga sponsor namin na within Batangas lang since we are also in Batangas so no need for ano for other requirements Uh-oh. within Batangas so we've uh, we've helped them visit the place and natuwa sila on picking so, <laughs> um nagha-harvest sila ng lettuce, ng tomatoes, ng so it, they get experience and they get to engage with their partner farmer. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I can't wait to visit one day. Yeah. It will be very very fun. Yes. So, you know, you've been a running farm box now almost two years, no? No, we are uh, like uh, we've officially launched it like um, more than a year. Yeah. Okay. A little more than a year. Well, congrats on the early success so far. And what are you excited about looking ahead for the next for the next year, few years? Yeah. Um. I'm very excited that we can now step out of Batangas we will be um, we are now planning to build communities uh, outside Batangas so we got to touch other farmers and other people outside Batangas and we are very excited on uh, we have a lot of uh, products and services that will be launched for the farmers that will really help them uh not just on the funding and all, but it, this will really help them uplift their lives. It's like we we our our main goal currently is that to change the stories of these farmers, and um, we want to change the perspective for farmers like. The, it's it's not a cool job. It's a dirty job. Dirty in a sense that you need to go on on land and all. But we want to view farming as one of an as one of the options as yeah. a good profession. And um, uh, how do we do that? Is that we need to uplift or we need to to improve that status of these farmers in so many le- in so many ways like uh, we we want them to be uh, well trained also we want them uh, we want to 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 improve their status in our society or in our community and uh, we are uh, we are currently on the pursuit of that and uh, that is that's why I'm very excited. Uh, I still can't um, um, give all of it, but uh, I think this will be a good year for us. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. You're working hard and yeah, you have a great team and God is on your side. I'm excited for Farmbox for sure. And I think, you know, I'm just so hearing your story and all of the little things 
you know, that led you to this point. It's just so encouraging, right? It started with those, well, one, coming back to Batangas for personal reasons, but, you know, then there were the two farmers that came to see you and you had this heart to help, you know, it really starts with that. How can I help? And then soon enough, you saw that, oh, wow, there's, there's something here. There's an opportunity here to help more people. And I love that. I love that heart um, to, to serve and, and, you know, how the business continues to grow because of that heart that you have. So I'm curious, you know, there might be some listeners here, Lester, who are other, you know, Filipino um, people in different communities. Maybe they have an idea, you know, maybe they have a heart to help, but they're just, yeah, not, not, you know, ready yet maybe to get started. But what would your encouragement to them be? Right. As an early stage Filipino founder, what encouragement would you have for other parang idea stage Filipino founders? Yeah, I think if you really have a strong connection and you are really believing on your why, there's no, uh, walang, walang masama na try to pursue it. Because uh, first is that you need to believe on the on your problem or on your why because that will drive you uh, along your journey that will be your guide uh, to reach uh, if to reach or uh, to to walk on that journey because that's one of the because we when we started we had a lot of problems but because we believe that this needs to be solved that we have a strong why mm-hmm we will be doing anything just to accomplish or to make this happen. Like for Farmbox, um, since I really, I really believe that this will work and this uh, on this why, we've started it like we just, our MVP is Google Sheets and Google Forms. <laughs> and uh, if you really have this idea, uh, don't perfect it. Just launch it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that is where that is when you will know if it is it will be a success or if it will if it if hindi siya magiging successful. Because mm-hmm. uh, the the longer you cling on that idea and make us a perfect solution to execute that idea, nothing will happen. And mm-hmm. uh, those idea, other people has the same idea of that. <laughs> so it it's a matter of execution and when will you execute it yeah so for for my, for me uh, really just if you have that idea or if you have that strong urge to to launch it or to to make it happen the time is now um just go with it and um when you cross the bridge um cross uh you wala ka na magagawa just go with it and um you'll kasi you'll never know if 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 that will be if that will work unless you try to to do it i love that i love that lester thank you very much for joining me today for this conversation 
Thank you so much, Christine. I got so emotional <laughs> but yeah. It was wonderful. Your story is beautiful. And I know Farm Box is just beginning and with such a bright future ahead. So God bless you and talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Dream Bigger Ventures podcast. We're always eager to hear from our listeners to find out how this show can be more enjoyable and helpful to you on your entrepreneurial journey. Leave us a message on dreambiggerph.com. Again, that's dreambiggerph.com. And we look forward to hearing from you.